just smacks me so hard. <laughs> Everybody on the park. Oh. And I was like, you know, so I drag my feet and I stop. I get off the swing and I walk home. Because I felt like if I had a fought her, she smacked me so hard, she would have beat me up in front of everybody. <laughs> and I really would have been embarrassed. <laughs> so I just walked home. So I saved myself. Save, yeah. 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 And then you so learned yeah. how to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, and then I saw her later on. Sorry to club. Like, this is like 20 years later. I was like, you know what? I don't walk up until just slap you back. <laughs> slap yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Slap on the car still give my That only back. makes sense. That's why I would do that. Now, depending on what year this was, you can get away with it today. Because just identify <laughs> as a woman, you'd be good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's easy. Dude, there's, there's a – speaking of that, not to get full send into that topic of confusion, but um, <laughs> let me uh, – there's this guy that goes around. He's he goes to the rallies and blah blah. And one of the them's or theirs, whatever. I don't know what their species was, but uh, they said, "Hey, we don't appreciate you filming us." And the guy responded with, "Oh no, no, no. he identifies as a comp- uh, camera." <laughs> and she goes, uh, oh. "Well, that's confusing." He goes, "My point exactly." <laughs> I just like that's that's perfect. That's perfect. Nice. Hey now, welcome. Well, welcome to Half the Experience, where I'm your host. We got Big Wolf Dave Silver, as always. We got Moron. We got Half. Super excited to be here this week. And, of course, we got our sponsorships. We got Buns and Unders, anywhere from here to California. Pop off, any exit, get you number five. Can't find that. Stop in any local grocery store from here to at least Pennsylvania. Anywhere on the flattle, aisle 56, pick you up the sweetest, biggest bag of sweet meat. Put that in your mouth. Share it with the homeless mm, man. Mm, mm. Looking for that sweet, sweet smell and aroma to rub all over your body. Some natural man care mm. products. Go to SawyersNatural.com. And, of course, our new product line coming out in the near future from now until the time the earth ends. Raptor packs. Mmm, sweet meat tastes good. Want to get going, play around because I'm not making. Hey now, hey now. Uh, we got um, silver. Yeah. Oh shoot, I didn't want to screenshot that. So uh, we got in the room, of course, your boy half here. We got uh, Brian, our one other main listener, and then we got our uh, sweet over here. Hey hey, hey now, hey now. What's uh? So we we did you get? Did you finally get the link to the live? Yeah, I did. I could see you guys playing with wires, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was out uh, slamming Bruce Bruhoskis, uh, watching you guys fiddle with wires. So, what, what's going on over there at the at the, uh, at the studio? Uh, we're we're just jacking around, literally, with the uh, jacks, trying to figure out how to get everything working. Uh, we finally figured out we don't have the right cable, so we'll get that cable, and we'll hopefully be live with it. Next. You want a beer, by the way? So- yeah. If I say no, I didn't understand the question. Yes. Hey, uh, what's uh, how does this uh, this work now? The live, like we could just call into the live. So that was How's that? which eventually we could probably all get on my stream. He's walking in the kitchen, grab a beer. No, we're, we were trying to get work so everything comes in through the board for the podcast, recorded to the computer. But uh, I already got my monster or whatever. I'm good. I don't drink. Those sliders, <laughs> so it's a work in progress. Right, right. Notice how I asked before I came back to the table. 
Yeah, so um, we'll get we'll get right into it, I guess, with uh, infamous Josephine Biden's quote herself. <laughs> and she's she's responding to the question of uh, Mr. Biden, sir, how are you going to handle an all high increase of inflation? End quote. I remember my first balloon party. I love. <laughs> The, the greatest single moment is when you finally find the one thing that you once wanted to have but couldn't see it. Therefore, I always remember giving balloons to children. Quote. Nice. <laughs> nice. Dave. Inflation. Inflation. I love that. I love that. We're, we're going to be out of this recession in no time. Most <laughs> <laughs> no stopping us now. Yeah, we're... Oh, we're God. So a quick recap of my week. Um, I, well, actually, we didn't recap last week. Uh, I started CrossFit last week, and then mm-hmm. same week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be starting back up in a week actually. But uh, that's that's no joke. I mean, I remember going in feeling like I don't know if I was like Thor in his prime. Mm-hmm. I got through halfway of one set and felt like I was like Minnie Mouse leaving the studio for her first time. <laughs> nice. Completely defeated, man. Like that's, a trial period. Yeah, so uh the yes, you get to test it out, see how much you want to do it. I don't. Um no, it, it's no joke, man. It's that's uh I, I'm I'm not all about the ego and anything anymore. Unless, of course, we're talking about Red Switch, which is a real thing, and a new beverage hitting the market here in 2025. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like, the coach was like, hey, man, if you got to drop weight, I'm like, dude, I got no problem with just throwing up the bar. Like, that, I'm fine with that. I had, like, maybe 95 pounds for the deadlifts, which is it's nothing. Like, any one of us here can do yeah. that. Yeah. By what, what, what four, yeah. Dude, I, I was like, and we're only doing reps of three. So it was reps of three. Uh, five uh, ball slam where not your balls, but you take a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about this. Uh, You're taking a 20 pound a medicine ball and throwing it at the ground five times. You pick it up, throw it, pick it up, throw it. And then uh, box jumps seven times up and over. So you do that, and you're like, oh, this is easy. You go through, you crank through the first set. You're like, boom, 25 seconds. And you're, you're like Superman. By set four, I was crying. Like, I was like, we got to do this for 14 minutes? <laughs> yeah, that's a long session. We got 11 sets, and I did nine of my 11. So. Nine, 11. I was about to make fun of you, yeah, but I realized yeah, I that's a lot of No, it sucked. That's, I'm going to say right now. Yeah. I made fun of you. I was crying on the floor. People were calling me good. I was like, you don't have to lie. I would have been chicken, you know. <laughs> but now that's, that's pretty good. That's not horrible. I wasn't mad at myself, but I was disappointed. It's <laughs> worse. So, yeah, worse. that was that was my week. This week's been been great. Um, hopefully, uh, we'll be finished. We're, we're doing transitions at work right now, getting set up for the new flow, and that's that's going good. So that's that was my week. How about you guys? Uh, my week's been uh, a judicious week. Worked my ass off locally, and then uh, hit the jiu-jitsu gym 
uh, got banged up pretty good. My uh, arms don't seem to work so well anymore. So uh, I took today off finally. Let's see if I can take day, maybe two days off and see if I can get some sort of modicum of recovery here because uh, at this rate, um, you know, if I get my black belt at age 65, I'll have no limbs left. <laughs> <laughs> well, take, what, take, take the rest of the week off on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good God. <laughs> That's my week. Yeah. Good. Sounds fun. About as successful as your, uh, your CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel crossed or fit. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> what about you guys? Brian? I mean, my week was, you know, I I don't do jujitsu or anything cool like that. I just do your standard gym with a personal trainer for like 30 minutes. And I also did the medicine ball thing. I didn't think it was that hard. It's dog. Yeah, I know you're more of a man than I. Am. I almost, yeah, definitely. I almost just. I had to leave early, like the week before. <laughs> just left after 15 minutes. Um, so. I, I think I, I don't think you could use this term anymore. But in the 80s, those people used to call you a pussy when they said something like that, right? They'd say, "How oh, do you I find was, it that hard?" It wasn't even the 80s. Right. <laughs> Personal trainer. He was being way too nice. It's like you're doing it's a good job. Way. I'm like, dude, I suck. I'm like a bitch right now. He's like, "Well, you said it, not me." So I'm trying to work even healthier. Tonight's great. I would have felt like the fat guy on that podcast with Joe Rogan and and uh, <laughs> David Goggins. David Goggins was ripping into him. Like I would have, if you haven't seen it, I'll send it to you afterwards. But David Goggins is just ripping on this fat guy, and he's like being funny about it. Like, yeah, of course I love being fat. Like that, I was doing that to myself as if I was David Goggins to the <laughs> fat guy. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> nice, nice. That's well, good. To, good, good to have you uh, at least in there. One of the awesome thing about it is uh, you'd be shocked at like week five that you're just rocking through it, thinking that you could not do that. You know, I know when I started the gym, this might have been ten or so years ago, but I used to be able to walk in. I almost busted out New York State uh, uh, the the uh, pull up contest. I almost broke the record for New York State when I was. 21 or something like that. I had a big back on me, worked out a lot. Uh, I, I was within three or four pull-ups, I guess, but those three or four pull-ups were a lot. You know, when you're dead and you got to do three more, it just wasn't going to happen for me. But oh, yeah. anyways, that, be, that being said, it was a long time ago. I went down and started the gym 10, 15 years ago down in Florida after a lot of time off and a lot of brewhoskies in between. And uh, I tried doing 10 pull-ups. I was shocked that, uh, that uh, I, I like nearly failed at like three, come at like seven. I'm like kicking my feet and, you know, wince in my eyes trying to get eight, nine. I think I dropped before 10. Couldn't <laughs> believe it. Couldn't believe it. You know, that's not, I, I never, I can't do pull ups. I do throwdowns. It's where you start at the top of the bar and you let yourself fall. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Jocktober? What you, what were you up to last week? Uh, or this week even. Last week I didn't do anything. Uh, I was, took a week off. Yeah, that's nice. Didn't do anything and pretty much started out this week the same way. It's called welfare, isn't it? Is there a check that comes in every week for that from from the government? <laughs> right. Oh god. But now I um oh, awesome. I did anything like, really? I just been lazy. But I had a box at the um uh, long week Uh, samurai 
mm. from the seventies, from the best ones ever. Got it Saturday, so I started it uh, Sunday night, and I'm on the third one now. Oh, so. wow. Working your way through. Okay. Working how many? So how many are there? There's only five. Okay, so you're almost done. You're over half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. That's something. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> One a day. I got One you. Day. Pace yourself. Day. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so Dave, here, here's we kind of got into this question a little bit already before we, we came live here. But uh, if you're ever wondering, you know, what you're going to do with the rest of the week, you're tired and run down, you can't figure out the week's schedule, maybe just stop off any local grocery store, aisle 56, pick up a bag of sweet meat. <laughs> but that, best friend, Joey, the same one flavors. Or maybe you're tired, run out, looking for something adventurous to do. Put you on a raptor pack and experience the life and everything it throws at you. Anyways, the question that we were talking about, sorry, I had to get that quick plug, um, <laughs> is what, I, I was with a buddy. He worked with me. Great dude. Does amazing work. He actually got us way ahead of the job. Appreciate everything about him. However, nothing bad about him, but he gets embarrassed easily. And we were driving and I said, this, I'm not, this isn't making fun of you. I'm just like, I cannot fathom. I cannot put to words or comprehend the idea of what it feels like to be embarrassed. What is that feeling? Like, what does it feel like? That, that's what I want to talk about a little bit right now is someone help me define in words, the feeling of embarrassment. So like for the, for the sake of understanding here for you guys, I know what depression feels like. I struggled with that when I was younger. That's like very dark uh, closed off, cold, empty. Like I can explain that. Embarrassing to me, can't put words to it. So, uh, like the best I said, like the best thing I can think hearing people talk about it is like if they were running like naked through a forest of pine needles, and the needles were hitting their body. But even that doesn't make sense. So like, <laughs> what? I I want to know what the feeling of embarrassment. And we've looked up the definition. It, it, it's like the one word in the entire human language that my body was never downloaded. <laughs> you need to upgrade. Well, I, 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 would, I would say in my definition, it's when I'm about ready to do something that is going to be a little bit socially awkward. And before I do it, because I got to do it, right? You got to do it. You got to go through the pain. You got to crawl through the tunnel. You got to take one deep breath and say, oh, F it. Here I go. For example, I'm at a Super Bowl party at a friend's house in Ponte Vedra, Ritzy part of town, great friends, good times. I get down there. It's a 40-minute drive to the party. I get there, got my first beer, my first oyster. I'm thinking, boy, my stomach doesn't feel all that good. <laughs> and it's an outdoor party. I got to run inside and use a bathroom the hard way. So uh, just one of those moments where you're like, oh, I got to go be the party pooper. And run inside and just shred the place and... Just before you take that step, if you're gonna, you gotta do something public where you gotta just take that deep breath and go, screw it, I'm in the program. Uh, here I go, <laughs> chest out, and own up to it. Yeah, see, I think but that's the thing. What that just translated to my mind is like, sign me up. That's a good time. Yeah. Oh God. But the but when you've got to take that deep breath beforehand, it's like, all right, here we go. Fuck it, I'm in. I'm in the program. It's like, it's like when uh, we're picking our buddy up from a uh, hooked up with a girl, ended up. Uh, ran out of her dorm room and forgot what dorm room she was in. Ended up waking up in the laundry room naked, put on some women's women's pink hottie shorts, and two hundred twenty five pounds comes running out, jumps in the car. <laughs> go go go! <laughs> you know that's 
that's good public embarrassment right there, right? That's good. Uh, it's like, take the deep breath. It's like, I got a pair of shorts on. I'm not naked. I'm running out in public, you know? When's the last time? Shorts. John. In- intentionally? <laughs> no. <laughs> just in- <laughs> I feel like most people stop peeing in their pants and like, Easily the first and second grade. So it's funny that you brought that up first. I, I'll come back around to that one because yeah. I have a reason why that to me is not embarrassing. Okay. So, like, but the last time I peed myself, um, due to being young, not just something stupid. I, I don't know if, I mean, peeing, peeing yourself like that, that's pretty low. Like, if you can't control the basic bowel movement of your, your part there, like, that's a doctor. You need a doctor. <laughs> You need doctor or therapy through half the experience, but a, a lot of a lot a lot of women still get drunk and drunk, and when they crawl in the bed, urinate in the bed. That's still but, a thing. But that's yeah, that's well, I wasn't drunk, but it was sixth grade yeah. in front of the whole class. I mean, I wasn't drinking up until past twenty one, but I went to bed all the way through. I was eighteen. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit different than alcohol for that. It was just laziness. I'm gonna be straight up with you. No, like, seriously, like, so I can't remember. I don't know the last time I peed myself, but like, here's the thing if I, let's just say I'm out somewhere, I'm not, well, I'm not gonna pee myself. I'm a man. I'll be in, a, even if I'm in aisle 56 in any local grocery store and I need to whip it out, I'm gonna pee right there in the aisle if I need to. Like, the idea though, I'm gonna hold it until I get to a bathroom, but worst case, it's just where I'm, I'm gonna pee. Like, so that one's a little bit different, but even if I did pee myself, Oh, okay. Actually, I do have a good. I, actually, I can say this was about two years ago or a year and a half ago. Remember when we had that challenge on the table, uh, peeing in the urinal? If you guys are new to listen to the uh, podcast, go to peeing in the urinal episode. Amazing, best episode probably, if not uh, in any podcast ever. Check it out. But when we were doing that challenge, uh, I, I held it in so long, and I was like, "Oh, frick! I got to do this challenge where we sit down peeing on the on the urinal back." Remember that? We had talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do the old tuckage to get it to where I could pee in the urinal backwards. I wound up spraying my whole pants. So that did happen. But that doesn't count for peeing on yourself. I had to finish the work day off like that. But that to me is not embarrassing, though. Yeah. Like, worst case, oh, yeah, yeah, pee myself. You guys don't do that? Like, you just making it sound like they're weird for not pissing themselves. <laughs> I've never tried manipulation before, I, so that might be it. You ever try to pee this backwards? <laughs> backwards in the What, you guys don't piss in the urinal sitting down? Come on. Like, yeah, I'm the crazy one. Yeah, you, you, you turn that, you flip the switch quick on that. It's not, kind of like Red Switch, which, by the way, is the, probably going to be the best kombucha that hits the market. <laughs> it's another commercial plug. It's already real. Might as well bring it out and show. I mean, I just can't fathom embarrassment. Like, you, you get embarrassed, Jocko? You know, now that I think about it, you can say it's like, uh, it's not. You know? yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Go, you got to kind of go with it. Yeah, it's got to be something you grow out of because there's definitely been times in my life where I've been extremely embarrassed, but it gets to a certain point where you're just like, ah. Well, do you get embarrassed still? You should. I, know, I mean, <laughs> I'm not Lily, dude. Take it easy. Jeez. I mean, I, I don't. Look, if I get embarrassed or something, it's probably for something I'm not supposed to do, if that makes sense. Mm. If you're like... That's called guilt, though. Yeah. It's a different feeling. Yeah, well... But I guess embarrassment by definition. Here's one of the definitions. You might feel weird, picked on, stupid. Try not to listen to these definitions and hold them to yourself. Ugly or worthless, even when you've done nothing wrong. You might feel like ill or like you want to cry. Okay. 
uh, it can make it can also make you know. embarrassment can also be a passing feeling that is not a big deal or an overwhelming feeling that is hard to cope with. Well, I'm always yeah. ill and crying, but I wouldn't say I'm, I'm easily embarrassed. I guess the guilt thing would be part of it. It sounds like me. They don't know what embarrassing means. They're using all the other terms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't know themselves. I got. I wish. I wish. It's something like they're talking like a good bar fart. You know what I mean? Where you just you you, you don't think it's going to smell, but it really clears the bar room out. You know what I mean? And you got to raise your hand. A good time though. Like I, I look for opportunity to just crop dust people in public. Like just stand at the end waiting for their response. Like you know it's going to hit. Like there was this one time. Everybody's seen. Uh, the movie Wanted, where they like curve the bullets. We were sitting there. We were talking about this. We were joking. This group of guys. We're sitting in a uh, restaurant. It was actually my restaurant. We're sitting in the booth, and uh, I said, "I bet I could curve this fart, hit everyone on <laughs> every single one of you." <laughs> this thing was the, the, so the last Airbender. Yeah, this, this yeah, this thing scratched my butt coming out. Felt good. Oh, that's like, good. I'm talking. <laughs> it vibrated through the walls, and I cut my hand, and I just sling this thing. And it just, you can't make it up. They each one at a time and <clears throat> start gagging. <laughs> it's the eventual. Expanding. <laughs> so I've, 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 I can bend some farts, you know, it's part of what I do, but. Fart bender. Like, yeah. I, that's. Fart I'll, bender. People, and I'll wait for like a serious conversation to start and I'll hold it and then I'll just rip it. Like, you did that at your, uh, the, the headquarters one time when I was over the half experience headquarters. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. He, he let it rip and I just turned around and left. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, see ya. Yeah. So it's, I, I, I again, I'm just, I'm having a hard time with this embarrassment thing. Like, I just, I don't know, man. It's when, when I read the definition of oh, that's the kid, that's good. So uh, we got we got crying babies in the background. Lily joined. <laughs> but uh, when I hear some of these definitions or people explaining it, I'm just like, so my life is like one big embarrassment. Like I'm a walking embarrassment. Yeah. But not for me. It's for those around me. <laughs> like maybe you're not embarrassed, but the people around you. Are and I wonder if like that's where the term came from. A walking embarrassment came from someone who's so confident in themselves that they become an embarrassment to those around. Like, I can't hang out with this guy. too much to handle. <laughs> like, that, I think, to me, is, like, ultimate alpha mode. You know, like, it's got to be. The emperor's new clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me see what I got going on. Oh, never mind. We got, we got to take care. I, I don't know. I just, that, that, that idea... And, and uh, again, I'm not making fun of people that struggle with embarrassment. Hey, that's off to you. Hate it for you. I wish that you could see, the, you know, your own self value and worth, and you know, walk around confident and just be who you are. And whatever happens, happens. I'm sure that there's something to do with the childhood. So for me, this is what, what Brian was bringing up. Um, that I missed out on so much in in my life growing up because I, I legitimately wet the bed till I was 18. Like that's a, like straight up story. Uh, and again, I tell this the confidently. I'm like. Oh well, who cares? But here, don't don't feel bad for that, because from the time of like twelve to, or let's say fourteen, let's say fourteen to eighteen, I would bet wet the bed intentionally because I'm like, well, I'm gonna wet it when I sleep anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't get it out of the way now. I would. I would Do you have to wear diapers? Do you, you have to wear like adult no, diapers? Sleeping in my bed. I knew that I would have to wake up with my bed soaked and pissed. I'd have you know you know the uh, the slip and slide material. <laughs> I'd have that wrapped in my bed, so all I gotta do is bleach wipe and take, you know, the blanket and stuff off and wash them. I got so conditioned to it that I'm like, why? Why would I get up out of my bed in the middle of the night, 
go down the stairs in this haunted 1920s house, risk being abducted to take a piss when I can just piss right in the bed and get up in the morning and take care of it. So I think that's where my embarrassment left me because this this idea of being embarrassed, my body's like, why try? Why didn't try to embarrass this individual? Like, dude, the dude consciously made effort. He, I would wake up to piss my bed. Maybe like that. And it did. And the window above it kept it super warm. Pulled up into the water bed. It's like you wake, you kind of like sleeping in the sauna at that point, right? A bit of time, but as, as, as a parent, I think I'm understanding the dynamic between you and your dad all of a sudden. I, <laughs> I think it's making more sense now. Yeah, it's it, it is it's a. Uh, I can't explain it. But I enjoyed it, you know. It's, <laughs> <laughs> Just land there. Oh God, I. I I remember I was on a I was on a date one time on an air mattress, you know, because he had the big sag in the middle, and uh, and uh, sure enough, you know, he might have had too many drinks and just decided to let it go on the air mattress. And I remember like laying in like a gallon of water, like all sucked into the meniscus of the air mattress as we. I'm like, oh, I think he's got pissed on. Listen, I, I'll, hopefully that never happens to you again. But here's the secret: you got to have thick blankets. Yeah, because you want it to absorb evenly and most of it. <laughs> oh dear, dear you know, God! But some of it to evaporate in the night. You know, you gotta you gotta be wise about this stuff. <laughs> but now, listen, I'm not all I'm not advocating for pissing your beds here. I'm a grown adult male. I'm 31 years old, married. I, I would probably have a heart attack if I pissed myself again now, uh, because now I'm too lazy to do the work to clean the sheets, and I wouldn't want to put that on my wife. And it has happened once. Uh, I think. I don't know if I was married yet. It happened one at a time. And it, like, I, that I woke up from because I'm like, no, I'm back in, I'm back in this cycle. Um, but, not by myself anymore. Yeah, it's, but, but that's, that's the worst feeling. Like, yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, I don't know what happened there. But other than that, it hasn't happened since. But again, even if it did, like, even if I was at a, you know, sleeping over anywhere at 31 years old and I pissed myself. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a little weird to have to go to the homeowner and be like, hey, I pissed all over your couch last night. Okay, <laughs> you got wet. Yeah. <laughs> Take the sheets and fold them up neatly by the washing machine. <laughs> Write a little note. Sorry, <laughs> man. Thanks for your hospitality. I made you breakfast. <laughs> oh gosh, you know, see, like that right but there I, would be hard for. Somebody. I've got I've got age, I've got age sixty coming on, so I'm kind of wondering between now and eighty isn't isn't that far of a stretch you know yeah. what happens then when i start you start you know forgetting about things where are the car keys oh they're in the freezer obviously and uh you know, all those little things that come along with it and you know sometimes you forget your pants when you go outside and mow the lawn things like that 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 happen you know like by you know he's just sitting there in the press conference and just rip one you know it's just uh, it just just happens you know so i kind of wonder if you get embarrassed at that age, or are you just proud that no one gives a shit because you're 80 and everybody just laughs at you? I'll say my grandma is 83 and she has really pretty bad Alzheimer's. She's proud of embarrassment. And it's <laughs> it's sad because there's so many missed opportunities to laugh at yourself because she, the whole the he's in the freezer, been there, done that, man. I mean, it's logical to put him in the freezer. Honestly, that's where that I store age. mine now. But <laughs> clearly. Who 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 wants to hold hot keys? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, pants, the keys are in it. So yeah, put them in the freezer. <laughs> I'm not even 80 yet, and like I'm already gonna tell you, there's it's no you, you're gonna enjoy that. Like 
And then just remember, go back to this episode. When you get there, I'm going to teach you all the t- the tips and tricks how to piss yourself in the middle of the night and enjoy it. I'm going to make it a you know good thing for you. We'll walk you through it. It's not going to be a big deal. People like- Nice, nice. It's good to have friends. It's good to have friends like you guys. Oh, no, I'm here to help. You know, that's what this this podcast is about. It's happy experience. Sleep. Yeah, I, the most, yeah, the most, has the most yeah you have that extra cushion. You're the you ones know. that feed water and just runs into right. the carpet. It's good. You know what that ceramic coated eats? Gosh. But but again, just going back to the embarrassment. Like I again, I just can't. I look for opportunity to be the definition of embarrassment in public. Like, see a stranger, say something weird that's going to throw them off for the rest of the day, then give them something to think about. You know what I mean? Like, dad, I, you know, I don't know, something random. <laughs> you know, it, you got to live a little bit, and it's just how it has to be. Like, I don't know. A walking embarrassment, I don't think it's a negative term. I think it became negative. It's kind of like the term pussy from the 80s. It got, you know, absorbed into this <laughs> culture of like i don't even know if we're allowed to use it anymore but same thing like a walking embarrassment it got absorbed that was a, that was like an ultimate alpha male in my opinion so when was the last time you guys were embarrassed when was the last time that you actually went oof fuck, i messed up uh, wow when was the last time you actually felt like shame and embarrassment being ashamed and feeling stupid yes that's pretty much no day. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing what it feels like, I have no idea. Should I? Every day, yeah. yeah. But where you kind of like, in retrospect, wish, like, I wish I would have done that. That was embarrassing. I should have done something different. I, I guess I would have to go back to, like, 10 or younger for me. Like, even then, I can't really fathom. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of a time. Like, I, I know that those times where, like, I could feel my face getting red. That And usually that would be, you know young girl that you liked was there something like that 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 happened oh, x amount of times and then i kind of grew out of that because i realized like 98 percent of the girls you like don't like you anyways and there's it's just going to be like why try so kind of got that out of the system young plus i was homeschooled so there wasn't very many women around anyways um so, <laughs> so i kind of had to grow out of that quick regardless but i would say probably eight or ten would be the last time but what it was that embarrassed me, I, I don't know. Well, I can I can say in you're talking about girls. Well, obviously, that, there's one for school right there. I think it was uh, seventh grade. Of course, there's a girl I liked, and what do you do? You don't go up to her and talk to her. You write a letter and you hand it to someone else. And then before you know it, the whole lunch table reads it. You walk in, <laughs> they point and laugh. That was embarrassing, but I mean, I I guess you. Because it happened now, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't write a note. Yeah. But if they were, I would just be like, yeah, so what? Did you give it to her? Like, it's, I think you grow out of it at a certain point. That's why I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't think you do. I, I think you can. You I, can I mean, know. I know people my age Everyone's and older different. that still get embarrassed. But, again, <laughs> I still just can't fathom the feeling. <laughs> to me, what does it feel like? Like, because every time someone explains, I'm like, oh, dude, I did that, like, last week for fun. You know, like, here, here's a good classic example. Like, who hasn't climbed a bridge and that goes over an interstate and try to pee on the cars that they drive under? Like, that's a common thing, right? Right. 
Yeah, like that's, <laughs> that's something that I look forward to. Or like going to a random grocery store and going to leave it nameless and not going to say it was any of us, but poop in the corner of the stall just because instead of using the <laughs> toilet. Like, I mean, these are these are just your common classic fun. You know, like you, you do these things for fun. You don't. <laughs> this is normal. These aren't embarrassments. Like run into a grocery store and yell random words on the top of your lungs. <laughs> you, you just, these are the things you do. Like, still, right? Like, we're all on the same page here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> although I do recall my friends giving a few upper deckers at, the, at a party where you, instead of using the bathroom, you use the upper part of the bathroom, <laughs> pull the water tank lid off, and use the bathroom in the towel. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's a good time. The, 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 the upper decker, that way the next person that flushes it gets, gets yeah. the upper decker coming, coming in. What, that, you, use, uh, you do that to one of the ones that has, what is it, the bidet or whatever? <laughs> that's a good idea. I, I don't know who came up with that idea. Um, I want full credit and, and uh, full credit for that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that to me is like, Amazing. You like you go to the the grocery store lines. You just say as many random things that make no sense to the clerk, just to see how much laughter you can get from the person. Like that's my goal. Every time I go in public, any interaction with any human I have, can I make this person laugh? Oh yeah. The first eight don't land. They look at you like you're from a different planet, and more than likely I am. Like that's for sure. But right. you eventually just go long enough to where they hate you, and they wish they never <laughs> see you walk in the store again, or you get the laugh. The funnest thing is when out to the car after that. You unplug all the Teslas in the parking lot just because, hey, it's a, it's a fun thing to do. <laughs> Teslas, they have cameras on. Yeah, yeah that's the best yeah. part. They yeah. get to see <laughs> Unplugging the Teslas. <laughs> like, again, me, me and my younger brother, uh, just because when we were homeschooled, so you already got looked at like you are in trouble as a kid because you're homeschooled and like, why are you in the grocery store without parents in the middle of the day? Um, so like we literally took our pants and cut high top shorts out of one side only. And we would cut the sleeves off the other side of the shirt and untuck and cut the bottom half, half crop top, half, half booty shorts and half pants. They're called shants, short, short pants. <laughs> and like we would go out in public. Like this is the kind of stuff we did, you know. Did you we, ever get a crush? I can't, I can't say that here um principal would be mad at me but uh yeah homeschooling life was hard <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a biden quote homeschool was tough oh man yeah i mean again i i don't feel i, I feel all the um compassion i wish there were for those that struggle with it but you can't convince me i don't think it should be part of it. <laughs> well, i got a story um, we were swinging on the swing set. So I'm kicking and going really good. And there's this girl, Michelle. Michelle was a little older, maybe like she wanted me to get out the swing. I'm like, nope. I just kept swinging and kicking. I'm going higher and higher. And she was upset that I wouldn't get off the swing. And she stood right beside me, right when I was coming down. I'm smiling at her, looking right at her. And she just goes, pow, just smacks me so hard. <laughs> Everybody on the park. Oh. And I was like, you know. So I drag my feet and I stop. I get off the swing and I walk home. Because I felt like if I had fought her, she smacked me so hard, she would have beat me up in front of everybody. Uh -huh. And I really would have been embarrassed. <laughs> so I just walked home. So I saved myself. Save, yeah. Yeah. And then you so learned how to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, and then I saw her later on. 
Sorry to clarify. This was like 20 years later. I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk over to just slap you. <laughs> That only makes sense. That's why I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you, now, depending on what year this was, you can get away with it today because just to identify as a woman, you'd be good. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, that's the that's easy. Dude, there's there's a speaking of that, not to get full send into that topic of confusion, but um, <laughs> let me. Uh, there's this guy that goes around. He's he goes to the rallies and blah blah. And one of the thems or theirs, whatever, I don't know what their species was, but uh, they said, hey, we don't appreciate you filming us. And the guy responded with, oh, no, no, no. He identifies as a comp- uh, camera. <laughs> and she goes, uh, oh. well, that's confusing. He goes, my point exactly. <laughs> oh, I just like that's That's perfect. That's perfect. Nice. So, but now that's embarrassing. Maybe that's the definition. <laughs> <laughs> You should try being a furry in public. No, no, thank you. Is that would that be embarrassing? I, that would be embarrassing, but like I would never stoop that low in life. Like, like why would you want to go back to the bottom of the food chain? Like we've already have a whole episode <laughs> dedicated to top food chainers. That's us mm-hmm. on this pod specifically, but then people in general as well. Like I don't know, but there, that that's it's a hard one for me. Embarrassment. You know, maybe I've dialed back some, but I look for those opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> to be in there. <laughs> yeah, like maybe that's gonna be our, maybe that's our first slogan on our T-shirts for the pod. Like, walking embarrassment. Period. Flatatologist. Nice. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Truth. Period. That's your. The truth is out there. Oh, man. Here, here's – we didn't talk about it, but season three, one of the fact claims that we want to make sure is clear. And let's just recap. Season one, we – beyond a shadow of a doubt, undeniably, beyond all factual evidence, proves that the earth is flat. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, you got allergies over there. Um, episode – or season two, of course, we proved that not only is the earth flat, but those who are lying to us, NASA, Disney – birds um are all owned by the one percenters aka illuminati amish well <laughs> i've been looking at this new recent fact uh, acronyms are all hidden code from the amish to disguise truth like just try try me on one i can prove that every acronym you throw out will come back to the amish just U- test me ufo <clears throat> So he's got unbelievably fierce Amish identification. Yeah, <laughs> that checks out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I wish I wish so technologically advanced. These streets gonna be great. <laughs> okay, anything IPA? Why would the Amish hide it? Acronym. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just so clear. I mean, how else you hide it in plain sight? You know, like think think we when we talked about this a little bit when we got into the one percent Amish, but um it's like why would you do the very thing that you're using to destroy the world? Drone birds, Amish uh technology, AI creation, Amish influence. Um like you gotta have 
some sort of suspicion. They claim they don't use technology, they don't use electricity, all the stuff. Yet, the very thing that's killing us is cars, guns, forks, no. uh, buffet lines. <laughs> yes. oh. uh, buffet lines. I think I think that more buffet lines kill the people than the food in the buffet because you don't have the patience to wait. Like, God forbid you wait for four people to go before you. You're having an anxiety and heart attack because the first chicken wing got taken by the first fat guy that walked through. <laughs> like, I mean, it, you know, it, it's it's simple. Guns kill people. Forks kill people. Mm-hmm. Technology, that's next, kills people. I mean, it, it's, it's simple. And the Amish are behind it all because they know they're going to survive off of the fresh water that's not being, you know, bleached and all that other garbage. And, you know, they're think about it. Where do they live? Pennsylvania. It's probably the highest pinnacle on the planet. Mm-hmm. Don't fact check me with credit. But uh, they're pissing into the water source so it becomes pure and fresh up at their top. But we're getting all the pheromones from their piss. Like, the <laughs> kitchen, everything comes down. You know? <laughs> That's what We don't want to end up in the river. <laughs> the circle of life. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense, you know? Like, yeah, but. <laughs> Let me ask you: Have you have you been in PA? Uh, PA? I've driven past there. Yeah, I went through there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I flew over at one time all the way up to uh, Chicago. I've seen it from the interstate. Yeah, <laughs> That's That's state. How about I, I had to deliver a truck there? I'm right in the middle of Amish country, and I see these. You know the. the you said it well, Amish country. Yeah, yeah Amish country. country. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they're coming through with their, you know, their horse-drawn carriages. But the carriages, man, they have. AC and air and stereo and something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the heck? I thought they were supposed to be mm-hmm. away from technology. See? But then the corn stalks, that's that's what kind of scared me. GMO corn. These things are like 12 foot tall. Yep. Like you can literally, you can hide anything in the center of that. You 100%. don't know what's going on. That's what they and want. See, it's like area 51. Right, exactly. Yeah. People think that those uh, <laughs> patterns in the cornfields, like, oh, they came from UFOs. No, they didn't. We already know UFOs are unidentified uh, farming equipment. But uh, the, the what it's hiding, that's where the, the drones nest at night. Like, you know, mm-hmm. pigeons. Drones, you mean birds? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah sorry, right. Sorry. Yeah. They, they're different model numbers and names. Like, you got Vulture, Eagle. <laughs> Eagle's, <off. laughs> Eagle's uh, an acronym for right. it. Always. Every Amish gladly licking everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know. Just by that acronym, you know Biden's part Amish. He licks everyone. Oh, and sniff them, but uh, yeah, I mean, Amish country is locked, but you're not going to question. They're going to make you feel dumb. It's, it's the classic, and I learned this from when I went to, through Amish training. It's almost like I think it's you got um, Amish training special forces, and then you've got every other like Delta Force, you know, Seal Force, uh, you know, all those other trainers come out and teach you stuff. But I learned directly from the Amish, and so that was where I actually learned. The reverse psychology like you pissed yourself in public people start laughing pointing finger you immediately turn around like wait why aren't you pissing yourself in public that's what the Amish will do like you ask them about their AC mm-hmm. while they're calling on cell phones they're gonna you know you know what do they call it men in black you with that little flash boom oh you're gonna forget you were in the country you know one of the guys I was asking him a question and they just stared at me he had this blank expression but yet it made me feel blank like, why did I ask you this? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's probably trying. Sorry. To... 
Yeah. You should as, be. As you were, sir. <laughs> Just trying to do the hack into your brain. Oh, yeah. Mind, that's what's... <laughs> Yeah. Dave, you still with us? Hopefully, didn't front too many of your brain cells tonight. Oh no, no, no! I'm I'm uh, I'm just enjoying this awesomely. Yeah, <sighs> I mean it's the same thing. So people don't understand why 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 a pyramid? Okay, three sides. Even if you have a three dimensional pyramid, it's it's a simple thing <laughs> in the family. <laughs> oh god! Keep, yeah, keep it keep it in the family. I mean. That's what it symbolizes. So they have it unlocked. They know what they're doing. Um, I don't care who you are, but just don't be Amish. But um, yeah, it's it's pretty simple. <laughs> it's simple stuff. Uh, but you, you're going to see it now. Every acronym, every word is an acronym for something to do with the Amish. You're going to see it now. It's kind of like numbers. You know, you get told the same number so many times. You're going to see it on every sign. You're going to see it everywhere. Now you're going to not be able to unsee every word in the form of an acronym is somehow complete the Amish workings. Of course, we're being fed this through NASA Studio Disney. Um, mm-hmm. they, they're brainwashing us. Like, and I'm not talking soap and water. You know, like they're, oh. they're cleaning us out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. total sense. No, it does. I mean, even if if it didn't, <laughs> can't help you. <laughs> oh God. So. Oh gosh, man, I can't. But yeah, no, it's it's they, they know they're they're onto something. I mean, just keep paying attention to them. Here, here's another fun fact. So the reason why and I don't know if you know this, but not every um, every man can grow a beard. Every person can. <laughs> oh. Oh. We're getting, we're getting canceled. We're getting yeah, canceled. We're getting so every every man that can grow a beard is a man. Those who can't just aren't. But um, the the beards. There's actually studies proven that if you can grow a beard, it's because somewhere in your ancestral line, your ancestors were warriors, combat fighters. That's what the beard represents, and they've proven that by having a beard, you can absorb more of a punch. And the bone density within your jaws are stronger. This is actually scientifically proven. So this also just affirms um, the red switch theory that we were talking mm-hmm. about in the last two episodes. <laughs> if you haven't had a chance to listen to those episodes, go back and do so. Yeah. And if that doesn't refresh you, don't forget to stop off at any local brush aisle 56. Go around to the backside aisle 57 and pick you up a whole full case of red switch. Anyways. <laughs> red switch. But yeah, that's a fun. I've always thought those. I've always thought in, in fighting those big long beers, if you get a good handful of it, you could pound a dog snot out of somebody's face oh, if you could get, for sure, you know, a good left hand grab on a on a beard and just dog pound it with your right hand, you know. Hmm. Yep. These guys got like stone. Yeah. No. If, yeah. If you if you grab the Amish by their beard, yeah. you would get hurt from grabbing the beard. Yeah. Yeah. Like. You would it would feel like you got your arm twisted off, yeah. but that's just because again that that reverse it's psychology. Yeah, yeah like I wouldn't want to do it. I mean, and honestly, if 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 Lily would have brought that up, like the only off switch to a red switch is grabbing a man's beard. Either one. <laughs> we'll let you think about that one too long. <laughs> Some people would be sitting there. Either one, <laughs> trying to figure that out, but. Yeah, beard can do some damage. 
serious serious damage. Like, I'm gonna be straight up with you. Like, that's you. I'll switch my gender quickly if you grab me by my beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you win. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, sorry. Did take everything. Sorry, Lily, he was laughing in the red switch part one. <laughs> Just tell me what. <laughs> not in the face, not in the face. First time uh, being kidnapped. This is fun. <laughs> we gotta stream it. <laughs> Everything's for content. Oh, man. oh gosh, man, that's something. Yeah, so uh, I know, I know, Dave. You had some, you had some things you wanted to discuss. I don't know if you still remember them. You might be too many brewskis in, but uh, yeah, yeah, probably am. Uh, no idea. What were we going to discuss? Was there anything fun? Um, one of the ones, and we might not have time for this, was what we would do, or or what two things actually. I do remember one of them was what did bare bones like take take everything off the table, religion, opinion, feelings. What is the bare bones minimum that a human deserves as a human right? Next. Mm. Wow. It's a tough one. I think, and, I think and no, no, no religion, so you, you can't you know, fall back on your Ten Commandments. Right if me. you want to kill, that's what you, you know, is that a right? Um, well, no, wow. I, I took that off the table. I mean, like, as, as a human being, Let's say we didn't have substantial evidence for the scriptures to be historically accurate in so many ways, like, and so many other things to go along with. Let's just say you're a human being, you know, what, what is the basic, what is your basic human right? What's the most, the minimum, like bare minimum. I'm not talking like I deserve a loincloth to cover my nudity. Like I'm talking like, what is the bare minimum? What's the lowest thing that should be undeniably true? Because you have to look at this void of a government, right? You have to look at this, that you are in the world uh, just after the dinosaurs and what would be your, there's no government, there's no, um, there's people, but what would be your right? That's actually a difficult question. Like, you don't have the right to clean water. You don't have the right to food. You might be a hunter-gatherer, but you don't have the right to, you know, no one's going to give it to you. You don't have the right to say, I demand somebody bring me grapes and feed me yeah no you're you're hit you're tracking like my point is like you you any single one individual government including has no right over the other individual to hold it against them water for example like who who are you to say that i can't have the water from the fresh drink well i'm looking out for all well-being that's how the twisted they try to make it sound positive like <laughs> uh like like biden did he tried to make it sound positive like when he mumbles his words no one can understand him <laughs> that inflation's good we just heard that tonight like Inflation somehow became a party trick, like. <laughs> but like, what what's the basic? And I, I think me and um, Jock here are on the same page, which is breath, life, just breathing. Yes. Like that's your base, like bare minimum. Yeah. Nobody. You, has- you're you're right to live. That's yeah. all I would come up with is you're you're right to life. You and, and then if you don't, if you don't support that right that was given to you, like I don't feed myself. I lose that right to live. So yeah. that right is only a right that's on borrow from my ability to be a hunter-gatherer. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, th- I think that's, it's, it's as simple as that, which would lead into the next question of what should our tax dollars actually go towards in any country, any government system? 
We're we're here to solve all of government problems tonight. <laughs> you got <laughs> like tax dollars to me. Like it should not be going towards anything that is subjective. Now this is hard because there has to be an objective standard. I get that, but if the human right to live, there is an objective standard of that. So I I think in the modern society defining that right to live is that police force where, you know, uh, you do not want to be shot for walking in your front lawn, that, that there would be a police force pulling crazy people off the street that are murderous thugs. So I, I think we, we start in a modern society. It's like, you know, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a cows I milk and I, I actually do, but you, you, tend, you, don't, you don't have your beef farm, your food farm, my milk farm, my water mill, my water filtration plant, my sewage treatment plant, you know, we have to parcel these things out for tax dollars. So you got to look at the bring necessities of life, clean water, sewer, police force, and, and garbage and all that stuff that goes through life. Those become government resources and should nearly stop at that. So then you start going even the, the next step, U.S. parks, is that a, is that a, requirement to have parks for people to walk in and play in and you know at what point does this stop you know do we should we have uh you know when when my uh great grandmother was 90 should she be living with me or should she be in a government home and who pays for that when that, i think you had you more say. Well, like he, well, he was kind of hidden i was going to say if you're going to use your tax money you want to protect the right yeah uh, that's kind of where I'm going to tag on here for a second. Like your right to live is not like the government taking care of your elderly is not on your right to live. Actually, I would argue that it's actually taking away that right to live. Uh, and that and there's plenty of studies to back this up. And of course, if Lily is here, he would have an entire six volume book to prove where I got my resources from for these studies, but I can't pull them out of my ass. But true. the, there, there are studies out there, Cambridge, Harvard, Yale, all these other schools, Charleston. There's all kinds of – you can look them up online. Of course, Reddit, TikTok, your two major sources of uh, truth and fact, um, and any other tradition of the sidewalk's opinion. But the, <laughs> the idea of the government taking care of your family doesn't actually keep them alive. It actually kills them quicker. And, and I'm not saying that, like, medicationally-wise. Like, it just – human beings have this knitted DNA wiring – to be uh, able to hold on to life longer with loved ones. And that's, and I, we witnessed this. My, my uh, grandmother went to a hospice care, I think they're called, and she died within two, 24 hours of being in there while she was stretching her life on for like almost a month living in my mom's home. Hmm. Now, it became tiresome and they had to check in on her a lot more, but she was doing way better off under home care and as soon as she went into hospice, they had to put her on life support almost immediately. And so, again, the government being involved in that, I think, incorrect. Now, I think now, obviously, we're not solving tonight, you know, the problems tonight. Like I, I said, we were. That was a lie because we would have to backtrack. We, what we've done is we put dependency on something that isn't able to sustain us because of our own selfish desires for luxury and comfort. It is way harder for me to take care of my in-laws or my uh, elderly relatives than it is for the government to why yeah. obvious reasons it's less work because i'm not having to do it so it, it's 
it's pretty simple from that perspective, but is it actually the better thing for the bare minimum of human life? And I would say no. I would argue that on many, many things that the government does. Like, for example, according to South Carolina, a lot of our tax dollars goes to fixing our roads. If you've ever been to South Carolina, <laughs> you might as well have four-wheel drive on your freaking Maserati. Like, right. You're off-roading 24-7. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> government's not doing the best for money. And, of course, our, our famous empress can prove that to you because – He's excited to have the highest inflation rates doing balloon parties at his neighbor's grandson's birthday party that he wasn't invited to. Like, <laughs> so I I hear you, but it's to me we got we really got to carefully define what is government aid. And I don't know if you guys are tearing down buildings over there or what you're doing. He's but got I, an elephant. He's walking. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, you got your pet elephant out the back there. Um. The, the definition of government aid and help versus comfort. Are, are we calling it government aid and help for the sake of our selfish opinions on comfort? I don't know. That, that's, to me, where we're at. Um, and, I, and I get it. Not everybody actually has mental capacity to actually serve or help their loved ones. But that, I think, is because we as a society of human beings, not as countries and nations, but as human beings, have failed to understand that the greatest act of love and the greatest act of well-being is through the greatest act of service, which is to serve others, put others first. I think we're so selfish and self-based that we fail to recognize the basic human right of life is missed in some of the most simple ways. And therefore, we're at a point in life that now we look at the homeless person and go, ah, I'm not giving him drug money because of our inconvenience, not because of what it actually takes to help that individual. And they've given up, so I'll end it well there. Well said. Yeah. And at the same time, I did well with that. Appreciate that. Reddit does wonders. <laughs> <laughs> you read that whole thing yeah. off. A homeless person isn't burdened with bills. No, not at all. No. Mm-hmm. And also, I want to touch on something you, you said a moment ago. Um, there was an experiment where they were talking about hope, where they had these rats, and they would put the rat in the cylinder. You know that? Mm-hmm. I've okay. seen this one. Yeah, this is good. And the rat, when they... As soon as the rat gives up, uh, they pull him out. And when he put him back in, he would hang on because he knew yeah. that someone was going to come mm-hmm. and pull him out again. Yep. And also, I met a guy from Afghanistan. Remember when they was bringing him over on the planes? And the guy that I was talking to from Afghanistan, he was amazed at how we live here in America. He said, everybody's so separate. He oh, said, yeah. in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. they all live in the same house. In the house, India, yes, and they say you you have your mother, your 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 your, your grandmother, your great grandmother, and grandfather, yeah. and say everyone is living in the same house. Hundred percent. And, yeah. and when the daughter gets married, moves to her husband's house. Yep. Yeah. It's like that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's actually biblical too. That mm-hmm. they will leave the father and mother to become right. one, and they would establish their own home, and then it would reverse. The in-laws or the parents would actually move in mm-hmm. when they're at the point of needing to be taken care of. Them. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that that's one of the biggest things we have. So my wife and I are planning to do homesteading. Mm-hmm. And one of the two major things that I want, one is commercial kitchen for business and or uh, ministry reasons. But mm-hmm. the second thing is a facility for nursing home purposes to where mm-hmm. there is an, an on-site that we actually have control of. Yeah. Um, because it's important. Like, I don't care who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come visit you every day. That's impossible. Like, for me to go see my mother every day, 
is a lot of work, and I don't. I'm not saying that I do. And mom, if you're listening, apologize, but you already know that's true. Um, and I doubt you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Way better things than life to do. <laughs> but uh, like it, it, it just you get so busy, so caught up in the day that going out of your way to see someone, it does become a burden. Just re- it's the reality of life. Like you may do it for a month, you may do it for here and there, but then it becomes, oh, I'll go see him next month. Oh, I'll go see him next month. Especially if they're like in a nursing home, yeah. COVID rolls around. Well, and COVID locked it down. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID locked it down completely. So. Uh, again, going back to the basic human right of life, I, I think it's putting your your the other's needs above yourself. Now, of course, you're always going to have manipulation. That's the part of the fallen world we live in. Mm-hmm. Like that, I think that's where sound and good judgment comes to. But that doesn't mean someone's trying to manipulate you. You know, you, you beat them to death or whatever. But you also can let them know, hey, I know you're manipulating me. But your basic, you know, human right to live. I'm going to assist you on that. But don't think you can keep pulling one over on us. Right. Hey, I used to do that with the homeless guys when I had the restaurant. I was straight up with them. Look, I'm going to give you the money, period. I was going to do that before you came talking to me. <laughs> but tell me the truth. They would tell me the story. I'm like, that's a lie. Right. And I would call them on the lie until they told me the truth. Yeah. I also knew a lot of these guys over time. But uh, I got to the point where I knew the one guy, his name was Dave. I'm like, Dave, I already know your story. You didn't break down on White Horse Road. You're not looking for a mechanic. Your wife isn't sitting in the car. You're not moving back to North Carolina. You've been here for over 12 years. Right. Here's your $20. You're going to sit down. I'm going to tell you something. So, like, I think we're too scared to be straightforward with people. Like, uh, we're too scared to offend. We're too scared to step on someone's toes. We're too scared to come across as arrogant or cocky. At the end of the day, I really don't care what your feelings are. Right. If I'm going to help you, I'm going to help you. And if I'm going to assist you, I'm going to earn the right to speak into your life. It's plain and simple. Now, you don't have to take it. I, I don't care what they did with them. I would even tell them, hey, here's 20 bucks. I don't care if you go get 640s. Right. I don't care what you do with my money. Mm-hmm. It's yours now. But just know, I'm going to call it everything. Mm-hmm. you know you make the decision you're gonna have the consequences yeah. you're gonna be right back here getting 20 and a lot of them want to do that they've given up so far they realize hey like you said there's no bills there's no responsibility there's no accountability there's right. no need to work hard right uh, you know and actually there was a study that shows that most beggars will make uh upwards of 50 to sixty thousand dollars a year wow uh, the full-time job okay mm-hmm. so like that that's uh between eight and twelve hundred dollars a week that's more than most average incomes. <laughs> like, that's crazy to me. So, I think it is as simple as saying the basic, bare minimum human right is life itself. But we have to really be careful on what we consider that to be. Shoes on your feet, that's not the basic bare minimum. <laughs> you know, getting your Jordans, no. Like, having a cell phone, no. Clothes on your back, no. Is it embarrassing to be naked? Sure. But it's only embarrassing to be naked because of what we've done to the idea of it. Right. You go to other countries where they're still living somewhat in the in the woods a little bit. They only got loincloths. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it's what we've decided to call as a society. And this is actually the narrative problem that because society changed, therefore the narrative changes. That's not true. It's the narrative, the definition should define society. And we've stopped letting that be the case. Whereas now boy doesn't mean boy, girl doesn't mean girl and things of this nature. Like, and it gets worse. I mean, uh, you can't even say something that's too offensive because you're afraid of being cultured, canceled on culture or whatever. The, what is it? Culture canceled? Yeah. Can- uh, can- cancer culture? Yeah, yeah cancel culture. Cancel culture. Yeah, like yeah. it's like, what? Like, no, I'm allowed to call you an idiot because you are one. Like, so I, I think that's where we're at. And to be honest with you, our tax dollars, like, we shouldn't be paying taxes unless you're using something to do with the government. Um, so, like, the road. Yeah, money should go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
That's it. <laughs> so, so you, you, you guys, back in the, back in the olden days, uh, most people don't recall this around this phone call here, is that when you were, um, when your family was poor and you were poor, it showed in many ways, obviously from your house to your living conditions to where you lived, your zip code. Oh, but it also went, in, went into you, what you wore when you went to the store, you had limited stuff. You bought it with food stamps and things like that that stood out. And, and the theory was make you embarrassed in your squalor so you actually work hard to be not on welfare and not in a government handout. 100%. Nowadays, when you go into Walmart, everybody in line ahead of you, it could be 20 people in line ahead of you, they got the same looking credit card that you got in your hand. They got a visa in their hand. That visa's got money and they run the card. And yep. you, you, don't, you don't get that sense of it becomes an entitlement. I mean, if yep. I had a visa that all of a sudden had $2,000 a month or whatever it is on there, you know, how much incentive do I have to go out and get a job to not, you know, I might have to work harder and not get any money. My only difference would be, you know, I might only make a $2,000 in that, that period. Yep. I had to work for that. Well, not, the that. advantage was I didn't have papers. I didn't have paper coupons at the cash register. Yep. My kids weren't wearing limited to, you know, generic shoes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is now, their if their EBT card or whatever the heck it works through now, their government funded credit card declines. It's the clerk's problem. Like they're the idiot. Like what do you mean this decline? I got money. They it, it's no longer an embarrassment at all. Actually, it becomes so bad that the manager's like, hey, we'll just cover this one because we don't want you out of our store. So it, it's worse. I mean, I remember we you know those uh what was it Quick Mates or whatever the oatmeal packs. You know you got the strawberry banana all that flavors and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There was seven of us growing up. We had to split one pack for all seven. I'm just get that <laughs> half a teaspoon each. <laughs> we we lived on that stuff, man. That cheap cereal. <clears throat> we didn't even know cereal came in boxes until we became 18. Like we had that 45 pound bag of dog food. Like eat there, like just like them, but like. Your boy's Captain Munch. Like, like, what the heck? It's, this isn't the same. Uh, so, yeah, you didn't want, like, I remember that was one thing. Peeing the bed to 18 is really making much more sense. Yeah, over, no, for sure. <laughs> uh, like, there's so many other things I could tell you. But uh, the, the, the other thing is, like, and I, I, I we, we lived well for seven kids. You know, my parents did well. We had a house. My dad was renting out the other one. We had multiple cars. I mean, we had over 20 cars in the yard. We had this giant, you know, by no means am I saying we live poor. Could we have lived better? Found that out later in life. Sure, we could have. Uh, am I mad at it? <laughs> but uh, the, 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 the that there was one thing. I had one goal when I got my first job, and it was that I would never go without a Little Debbie snack again. Because those things. <laughs> those are really good. <laughs> to this day. If I want a little Debbie snack, I buy like six boxes. Like it's happening. Like, but again, like Oreos, little Debbies, ice cream. These were treats for us. Like growing up, we had movie night, you know, once a month or the other week. Like that was something that was actually, you you worked hard for it. I I think I've shared this story before and I'll share it again because it really, you know, tainted my memory. But uh, (laughs) the, I I didn't realize like what labor was and I didn't know there was laws that I actually could have taken my parents to court on one. But um, oh. I'm, I'm kidding, and I wouldn't. Have done it. But uh, we we had a quarter acre lot growing up, and one summer my dad wanted us, and again, summer's only half months. 
we had a we and it's also the hottest part of the year so let's make that clear as well and we live in south carolina where you sweat your balls off just thinking about the heat okay so we're homeschooled and we had to work in the summer and a nintendo 64 at the time we got this was 199 with four controllers and two extra games okay so just put this in perspective 199 dollars and some tax and maybe 224 after tax brand new out of the box looks amazing okay so we, we had a lay sod on a quarter acre lot all summer to pay for a $199 Nintendo 64. You do the math, basically eight hours a day, you know, eight hours a day, three and a half months, five days a week. You're looking at, I can't do that math. Let's see. That's uh 40, 80, 120, uh, 160, 220. Someone pull that up. All right, let's see. All right. You got, <laughs> I was, uh, 12, 14 times 40. That's 560 hours times $8 an hour. That's $4,480. Wow. Okay. My brother and I should have made between the two of us $4,480. Now we're kids. Okay. <laughs> Granted, we're homeschooled. We didn't learn tax dollars, inflations, the labor laws, the rights to live, all this stuff. We, we did our homeschool, homeschool work until noon and we were locked out of the house until midnight. So... <laughs> We worked for $4,480 worth of labor to get a Nintendo 64. That Nintendo 64 is still in our family somewhere to this day <laughs> and is worth roughly $40,000, mainly because of how much hatred I have for Sod now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's well, what it to be At least your parents paid you, so you're, you sound entitled. Yeah, no, with that that's the most expensive Nintendo 64 on the planet to this day, the Flattle. So, it, but here's the thing. Most people hear that story and go, oh, that's ridiculous. Or kids growing up, that's, that's cruelty. No, it's not. Like, oh, that I want a little Debbie snack. My ass has worked hard for it, and I'm going to mm -hmm. get me a box of little Debbie snack. Like, and I'm still going <laughs> to my parents that $4,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like literally, like I don't care. You, you dang knew what you were doing. You weren't. I don't care how many Mexicans you pulled off of fifty thousand. You knew we had the better rate with that sixty-four. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you're making origami out of aluminum foil with <laughs> 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 So we'll, we'll let you get to it. I know you're you're having arts craft hour with ten weeks, but uh, it, it was a pleasure as always. It's that midnight hour. We got to get to bed. And again, if you feel exhausted or tired or left out, any exit from here to California, stop off. Go to Buns and Others, get you the number one. If you can't find that, pull off into any local grocery store from here across the flat. Aisle fifty six, you'll get the biggest bag of sweet meat. Walk around to aisle fifty seven, get you a whole six pack of Red Switch, the best kombucha to wash it down with. And make sure you tell your adventurous friends to go and get Sawyer's Natural. That's Sawyer'sNatural.com for all your natural man care. Local company here in the upstate of South Carolina. And Raptor Packs along with other great, great inventions coming out between now and the time the earth ends. Nailed it. Dude, lots of love, man. Absolutely. We love it as always. Appreciate you. We'll right. talk to you. Take care. <laughs>